that's why again it's very important to show your personality you know your video your voice uh, how you act what are your interests so people would like you and then basically you can charge whatever if you have shown your personality that you are professional they will buy from you you know no matter that maybe some other agent uh, can sell uh, you know for less commission can charge less commission or something because they trust you they know you so Basically, I think the biggest part is just, you know, showing yourself to the world. Welcome to the Estate Masters podcast, where I interview top real estate agents and agency leaders in Europe to learn from their hard-won experiences, how to build and grow successful real estate brokering businesses. Today, my guest is Austra Greenberger, uh, who is the CEO of a franchisee office of Ober Real Estate from Latvia. This episode is a one-of-a-kind glimpse into what are the toughest challenges when beginning your career as a real estate agent, what are the best ways to market yourself to acquire new customers, and how to differentiate yourself from other agents. Enjoy this episode with Austra Greenberger after a short word from our sponsor, Run Property. Run Property is an all-in-one CRM software for real estate agents. With Run Property, you can manage and oversee all your real estate business in one place. All the agent's tasks, from client relations to contracts, listings to transactions in one tool. With Run Property's sales pipeline view, you can have immediate insight and visibility into agents' operations. This allows for more informed decision-making and strategic planning. With just one look at your pipeline, you can see where the money is currently stuck. With our one-click upload functionality, you can effortlessly upload and update your listings in multiple property portals, all from one centralized platform. This time-saving feature not only enhances efficiency, but also ensures accuracy and consistency across all platforms. Apart from many other CRMs, Run Property has a unique buyer's pipeline view for each and every listing in your portfolio. This enables agents to monitor each potential sales progress, identify bottlenecks, and take proactive steps to keep the process moving. Our user-friendly and intuitive design makes it easy to start and get going. Already using a CRM and want to switch softwares? No problem. We can easily import existing customer data and listings from other softwares and tools. Save time, gain control, and boost your real estate business growth with Run Property. Visit runproperty.com. All right. Thank you for coming to the podcast, Austra. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with the most popular question to ask from a real estate professional. How is the real estate market in Latvia right now? <laughs> yeah, that, that really is the most <laughs> popular question. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, um, it's already climbing back uh, because uh, the beginning of the year, uh, we had some setbacks, let's say so, if we talk about uh, deals, you know, number of deals, because, um, for example, from January till April, um, basically, uh, amount of the deals dropped about 17% if to compare mm. with the previous year. So actually... You know, due to Eurobor changes and everything, people were very, you know, uh, they they wanted to see, you know, and evaluate that they really need that bigger apartment or newer apartment or something. So the deals dropped. Yeah, deals dropped. Uh, 
but uh, actually already from the May, uh, the deals are more or less back to the average uh, amount of the deals. So, so in Riga, it's about uh, 800, 900 deals in apartments, if we speak only apartments. But uh, yeah, so basically it's, it, it has normalized and climbed back again, back to average. But if, if we take a look uh, anyways, May to compare with the year before, so it's anyways a bit of drop. Uh, like ten percent or so, but no, I mean it's not not that bad. Yeah, yeah. All right, really specific answer. I like you. You know your numbers. <laughs> so, but you know, how is the work different for an agent right now uh, comparing to one year ago? Um. I mean, um, probably I would compare it more with two years ago, uh, when actually when the COVID was over. Uh, actually, there were very, very many deals, you know. Uh, a lot of people uh, were buying things uh, because they had money they wanted to invest or just uh, buy another property maybe outside the city. Um, so, so basically it was easier for the agent, I would say like two years ago, the market was more active. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, the deals now have dropped a bit. Uh, so the prices, the prices are not really falling. Everyone is still waiting maybe for the great opportunity, you know, <laughs> to buy something super cheap. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure will it happen, uh, you know, because uh, anyways, for new developments, uh, there is no reason why prices would go down because still it costs you know as much as it costs but um but yeah now agent just you know have to be very careful about how they analyze the market and uh, what price they are putting on the property so it wouldn't be you know uh, too much you know uh, i always say don't take uh, no in our company in our brokerage we work really we, we make rather deep market analysis. For example, you have house you want to sell. We make really deep market analysis in order. And if, for example, customer doesn't really agree to our price, we better say, okay, just, you know, try on your own because we don't want to, you know, give some hopes and sure, we will, we will sell it because now it's not really the market. You know, it's really that people are willing to buy, but they are not... Um, willing to bid over someone or, you know, they will really pay just market value. So uh, for the agent, you just have to be very careful with the price you're setting. And if it's fair, then of course you will have deals, but you cannot, uh, you know, we just put one advert advertisement and, you know, hope that it will somehow <laughs> go, go away. So I would say that's the biggest difference. Yeah, yeah. it seems like uh, the challenge of pricing uh, has become a lot harder right now. For like a year ago, uh, you know, the challenge was getting the property into your portfolio, you know, uh, yeah. you know signing the contract with the clients because everybody, the, the market uh, has been so hot that, you know, whatever price you put on it, uh, sure enough, somebody would come and buy. But now it's different. And when the prices are, how do, how do you determine the right price for the property if, if the if the prices are falling in the market like usually you know you can always talk to the appraiser you know call him you know what do you think this area this type of property what the price should be you have your colleagues who have done transactions in a similar area but if the prices are starting to mm -hmm. fall like really rapidly how should how should an agent you know how do you find out what the price should be okay so 
I hope I can share this. <laughs> that actually, we have a we, we have our specific uh, way we are doing the market analysis. One is, of course, we do speak uh, with appraisers, as you told, you know, uh, because it's always very important what they will say and uh, if a buyer wants to, you know, uh, do a mortgage, so we must know what the appraiser will say. Um, then, uh, but the main thing for us, we look at the past deals and at the moment, yeah, that is true that we, you know, um, uh, because usually we took a look, you know, we have this database, I, I'm not sure do you have it in Estonia, mm -hmm. where you can see all the deals happening, you know, last year, two years ago and something, yeah. So at the moment, it's very, you know, important to take a look at the deals in the past, maybe half of the year, and then to make this comparison. And plus, we are doing this um, market research with uh, our, like, competitors, let's say so. Yeah, for example, if we have a house, then we take a look at what is in the market and then we actually call those colleagues which are selling and, you know, asking, okay, you have put this price, I believe it's fair or maybe too high or something, but how is the, what is actually, you know, how many people have a senior house, how many people wants to actually take a look at it. So that is how we can measure market activity and what market says, you know, because maybe the price seems fair you know, because of the deals and there has been this. But uh, at the moment, it's very important as well to take a look at uh, similar listings and what people are actually saying and are they coming to take a look and are they actually making some offers or no. So that is how we make from these three uh, aspects and then we then we give the price for the um, owner. Mm. Yeah. So speaking to other agents who are selling similar properties currently. So if you call them and ask what has been going on. I think that's a good way to, you know, uh, stay in touch with the market or collect the information uh, like rapidly and really fast and try to stay on top of, mm -hmm. of, of correct pricing. Um, so you started in real estate in 2020, am I right? Yes, yes, uh -huh. yes. Exactly, uh, when the COVID hit. <laughs> all right. We were in Dubai, uh, you know, all the airports were closed, so we uh, they dropped us out, I came back to Riga. Okay, in, in April, I believe, I, I started my journey as a real estate agent, yes. Exciting times. So, um, how was the first year as a beginning real estate agent? Uh, terrible. I don't know. <laughs> what other answer can you expect, really? Uh, no, I mean, maybe I'm over-exaggerating, but, uh, you know, um, because I've always been in sales, well, more or less always, and... Um, uh, but uh, before that, I was working in the big, uh, good companies, uh, you know, in corporations. Uh, I was a team lead, uh, then I had a customer service team. And basically, I had it all, let's say. So, you know, uh, if, to, if to, to look at the good packages, you know, the good salary, the car, company car, company laptop, company phone, insurance, you know, everything, uh, everything you would like, technically. Um, uh, but uh, no, in general, what I understood that this environment is really not for me because, um, well, there were some, you know, things with colleagues and all those uh, well, I don't know, intrigues or how you can call them, you know, which uh, which always do happen the bigger the company grows, you know, probably there's always someone who wants to be in your place and it's, um, and it's yeah, so, so that was rather easy decision for me and then I just, you know, had this time gap 
uh, okay, I've always been interested in reels. So if I will make it now, and, and, and this is my opportunity to actually try, uh, because I'm in between the jobs, you know, and um, then I just uh, took the leap of faith. Uh, because I understood very well that it's really, you know, hard to make this decision, especially if you've been in corporate environment and you have had it all and maybe you have a family or something. It's always very hard to take this step. OK, now I won't have any salary. I'll be only commission based. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I just took a leap of faith. And basically the first half of the year, I would say I started in April. So till the end of the year. Uh, struggling, sure. <laughs> I mean, the salary was, I don't know, twice as little or even less, you know, if I take the average. Uh, I had some deals, but uh, I mean, it wasn't easy at all because, you know, at once, at one point, uh, I mean, everyone probably gets it, you know, when you're doing, 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 and it's like, you don't see the result. You don't see a result. But, uh, but after that uh, first half a year, I would say seven months, uh, when all your references and, you know, people get to know you, you have made your brand as a real estate agent. So people actually, uh, you, you don't have to do all those cold calls or cold messages, you know, they actually reach out to you. And that's like, I think yeah, the that's best, my favorite part, <laughs> the best feeling, you know, <laughs> so, so the, then, you know, the next year was already uh, good for me rather, I would say. All right. So sales experience experienced salesperson before a team lead in some big companies Lindstrom was it Lindstrom I checked your LinkedIn profile uh, Lindstrom yeah. was yes. one of those experienced so yes yeah, as, as as a real estate agency leader I guess you are a good find for them how did they find you or how did you find this agency you are working in right now um... I I, I I I actually found them uh, because I knew the founder. Uh, I I've been speaking with him in one of his lectures because yeah. I was interested in real estate, so I wanted to buy my first apartment, you know, cash, cash flow. Uh, so I spoke with him basically for a couple of minutes, and uh, after that um, I followed him on Facebook, and he was really active about speaking about real estate, you know, going on a live and showing all his basically daily work, what is he doing, how the apartments look. So he was really open, you know, and I was super interested. So I basically watched all his lives. And um, then when I had this decision, I approached uh, two agencies, uh, one which is uh, Aver, um, but no, basically Aver was like those three years ago, we were way smaller, like way smaller. And then I approached one of the big agencies in Latvia, who has been in the market for 20 years. Uh, they didn't even reply to my <laughs> CV, you know, to my application. Uh, and David, which is the founder, he just, you know, we met. He told, okay, I believe uh, your resume is maybe even a bit too good, you know, for real estate agents. So Overqualified. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually his words. So he told, of course, uh, yeah, come, let's try. And um, yeah, that's how the journey began. Mm -hmm. And uh, now you've been uh, in the market for three years now. Uh, what has been the toughest challenge during all that time? Um, I believe it's uh, basically the the fight with yourself with your emotional ups and downs it's uh, it's for both uh, 
for a real estate agent. When I was a real estate agent, when I was a team lead, and now when I'm owner, it's basically all the same, you know, because uh, uh, there are good days and there are worse days. And uh, there is always such feeling from time to time when uh, you, you are stuck or something. So basically, it's always that uh, inner dialogue with yourself, just how to get yourself uh, up and moving and still uh, going and continuing your work when you are feeling low. I think it's uh, it's it doesn't matter what position are you in, but basically that's the toughest. Because I always, um, well, I compare really much being a real estate agent as being an entrepreneur, because basically you are one, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have this uh, support system from your company, you know, with all the infrastructure and everything, but anyways, you are basically more or less on your own. So uh, you, you you can have a team leader or someone who can, you know, speak with you and uh, etc. But anyways, it's always that fight, uh, you know, which is in yourself. So so that's the most important dialogue. And if you can, you know, just uh, get up and keep going, so then you will do fine. Because there will always be a breaking point, you know. Uh, all the new agents which come to interviews, I always just tell them, just be ready. You know, there will be a low point in your career or yeah, in your feelings. Uh, I cannot tell whether it will be in two weeks or uh, two months or maybe later. But there will definitely be a point where you will feel, okay, it sucks. It, you know, I'm not getting anywhere. And it just depends when it will be. But it will definitely be so. Yes, I even remember my first moment that you were describing. Uh, I started in 2009 uh, when the market was, you know, had already crashed and it was in the bottom. And after working three months, I finally got my first deal. But uh, the seller and the buyer uh, did the transaction without me. So we had to sue the seller. (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't see any money <laughs> that was that was a low point for me but yeah i agree with you that for everybody uh that point in the first one year probably somewhere it will it will come so you know working with your mindset and motivation is really important you know it's you know i've discovered it's 80 percent is the mindset and maybe 20 percent is the skills sales skills marketing skills you know Anything else you can learn, uh, but uh, you know, working on the motivation and 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 mindset is really important. Now you're a team lead, and uh, uh, now I am the uh, the franchisee. Uh, let's say so. I have my own franchise because Avar is working on this franchise model. Yeah, you mm. know, uh, we have uh, several franchises um, in Latvia. You know, in different regions. And then there are a couple in Riga. So I own one of the franchises in Riga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how big of a team do you have right now? It's very small. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. because basically uh, the team was like 15 or so. But then uh, we had uh, some regions uh, dividing and taking their own franchisees, mm-hmm. uh, franchises as well. So basically now I'm down to like six people. So it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rather a big drop for me uh but uh yeah so now basically my you know it's very important for me to just grow a bigger team and uh, that's my uh, my main struggle at the moment uh you know to get really good people that uh that you know want to 
basically change their life, I believe. I believe that, the, you know, everyone that uh, has decided that uh, I see that the, uh, for they, uh, they have something in, in themselves, you know, that the, they really can change their life if, if they are really eager to do the best, to be the best agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So before we were talking about uh, mindset and motivation, uh, how to motivate real estate agents to do more work? <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's, it's it's a difficult question at one point, but um, from another, what uh, what I like to use the best, um, of course, it's always one-to-one, um, you know, one-to-one those uh, conversations because uh, every person is really motivated by something else. Uh, because for someone it's you know freedom and that they can actually just you know choose whether to work on Sundays or don't work on Mondays or whatever. Uh, but uh, what I'm trying to do is um, to work with their mindset uh, and to show them a bit uh, as well from my example because I've seen how uh, I myself have grown and what was you know normal and my life maybe. Uh, you know, what is normal life for me when I started and uh, what is uh, normal life for me now? And um, as you know, as uh, as maybe stupid that it might, might, might sound, anyways, it does depend from your income level, you know. So uh, what I what I like to show is uh, how how you can live. Uh, what people you can meet, you know, I don't know what hotels can you live in and where you can travel and what are your actual, you know, uh, of course, money is not the most important thing, but with money, you can do so many interesting things, which will, you know, just make your life more interesting and maybe more fulfilling, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how I like to work with people just, you know, to show that this is not their top of the life where they can get, you know, because uh, one thing is uh, hard skills, which uh, I believe uh, our agents have very good because we have, you know, very good those, hmm, how you call it, uh, okay. Uh, so we teach them very well, you know, we have very good this uh, teaching system, mm-hmm. learning system, and uh, but actually the soft skills and the mindset, which you mentioned is actually, I think the one which tells whether uh, this person will be, you know, the best real estate agent and working with premium uh, customers or he will just stay, you know, and be the average agent, you know, earning very average uh, salary, let's say so. Mm -hmm. All right. So the challenge is to show them that there is a better life possible. You know, you could have a better house or travel or whatever the dream is. Well, usually it's... It's not even money. It's what 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 you can do with the money. So this is this is yes. one way. And I've seen that uh, you know this one system that uh, gets used when uh, uh, an agent tries to set uh, his or her goals is you know you try to calculate on the paper. Uh, you know, all right. I want to buy an apartment in the city center. So this is the price that this is the down payment I need to have on my account. And uh, now, which means that I have to make X amount of uh, commission every month. And then you start, you know, doing the maths until you know how many cold calls you have to do <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we we are using the same something something similar like that because anyways you need to know how much uh, of work do you have to put in and uh, then you will get more or less this amount but uh, what is you know the most uh, interesting and maybe the adventurous thing in real estate that uh, you can have just one deal which changes it all you know you you can earn you know commission of um, total commission you know 50000 euros and it's like okay that, before that it was my low, you know yearly goal and all of a sudden i have it with one deal so uh, that's why i like real estate because you know uh, of course you have to do the do the work but uh, you know in other areas whether you are top performer or something i think it's even it's harder to have such income level with just one deal of course maybe it's possible in some industries but uh, mm -hmm. i believe real estate is actually the one where you can you know, change your life with a couple of good deals. Okay, maybe not with your life, but your year for sure, you know? Yeah, I agree totally. Uh, I remember in 2013, uh, I sold two big apartment houses in, in the city center of Tallinn uh, to a real estate developer. And by the time they were one of the fastest growing developers uh, in, uh, in Estonia, I guess. A residential mm -hmm. uh, developer developing apartment houses uh, and this is where I got the job offer to actually work as the sales manager of a property developer so I got to see like uh, two uh, two and a half years I got to see the ins and outs of of how uh, how the real estate developers are working how they are you know calculating what to buy what not to buy and how to sell it even like three months before you start with the public advertising. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, they are not so easy with the building permits, uh, but still you need to sell something. You need to show to the bank that we have buyers and so we can get financing. And so for me, the challenge was to sell lots of apartments without using uh, advertisements in the property portal. So <laughs> that was... That was uh, quite fun time. Um, so now that you have a team and you have been uh, working as an agent for three years, how how should a real estate agent market herself or himself nowadays to get oh, new customer that's leads? That's a good question because, you know, uh, just the way in the morning today I was listening to Gary Wee. <laughs> about uh, about branding and oh, I love um, uh, yeah yeah and um, basically uh, i believe that our companies uh, you know if we take a look in in latvia we are actually you know very strongly suggesting let's say so or maybe a bit pushing our agents to do the branding in social social network because um, we just very very well see how it works you know and that is that easy lead which uh, which you can have because you have made a brand that you are a real estate agent and uh, you know then someone just calls me or calls uh, some other agent oh i see that you're really professional you're talking about it all the time so i have this house i have this apartment and i mean that's the best feeling you can have so those are those little things which you cannot measure maybe at the beginning you know, because maybe you're posting every day, you know, doing stories, uh, making some, 
house tours or something and maybe you don't feel the result at the very first day or first week but uh, at the end of the day uh, it really no i really do believe and we have seen in many cases with our new agents you know one which is doing uh, social media you know more and the one which is uh, you know being afraid or something he doesn't know what to do uh, so so basically there is a big difference. So we really much believe in that power and what actually our company has done uh, for the new agents, which have, uh, you know, they have just joined us and maybe they don't really know what to post about or, you know, they have all this new information in their mind. We have actually made, you know, 100-day media plan for them. So, so you know, just as a help for them to, you know, they just have to do a professional photo shoot and something. So that is the way we encourage them to use the social media and, you know, as a help for them so they wouldn't need to, you know, maybe concentrate that much on the social media, which is maybe a new new thing for them, but they could do, you know, all the cold calls and everything. But uh, it has a big power. And, uh, for example, I can mention even uh, one of uh, our guys, um, he, you know, he started doing TikToks. And everyone is thinking, you know, TikTok audience is so new, you know, no one normal which would like to buy, a, you know, premium real estate or something is not on TikTok, but it's really not true. Um, because he, in the last two months, I believe, has gained seven new objects to sell, you know, with only his TikToks. And it's not always wow. that, you know, those people who are watching the TikTok, yeah. Um, but, for example, I don't know, his son or daughter might see his TikTok and, you know, just when they're talking about selling their house or something, you know, they're just selling, oh, I know this guy on TikTok, he, you know, uh, I've been following him for some while, so he's good, you know, why, why we don't contact him so yeah it has a big power and we have you know we see we see the results so we really want to encourage uh, our agents you know to use this power and just to make their life easier mm -hmm. so what are those main social media channels that an agent should use for social uh, networking and marketing? we use we use almost all networks. We use uh, LinkedIn, we use Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Those are the the main ones. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, for the moment, I cannot really tell which one works the best because we have uh, deals coming from LinkedIn as well. We have deals coming from Facebook, from Instagram. And now when this guy, you know, because he was one of the first ones from our company who was really active and posting, you know, not maybe daily, but I think three times a week he did post. Uh, so now he has those leads from TikTok as well. So I cannot tell which one is the best, but, uh, but basically we use uh, all of them. Mm -hmm. All right. Just, you know, to make the brand that you're the professional and you know the market and all right so social networking really important one of the best ways to market yourself as an agent and uh yes get and generate new leads besides doing cold calls of course <laughs> are you still doing yes. cold calls <laughs> Uh, you know, new agents are doing cold calls, of course, uh, because you you just uh, you can't start without it technically. But uh, because we have some uh, lead generation systems and automat automatizations which we are using, so it's like not totally cold call. It's like warmish, <laughs> warmish right, right. call. But uh, but of course, anyways, uh, new agents are doing the cold calls because if you want to, you know, get 
faster to your first commission than you just have to do it. I mean, there is no no way out of it, let's say. So we can help with different leads, but anyways, if you want to, you know, earn more and faster, then you just have to do cold calls here. Yes, of course. And uh, for the first year, it's uh, totally fine as well. <laughs> you come as a as a new agent, you're excited, enthusiastic, uh, and uh, it's it's one of the fastest ways to get new leads and to get new properties to your portfolio and to get to transactions. Uh, yeah, what I've seen, you know, the first year the agent asked the question how to generate new leads. The second year, the agent asked the question, how to generate new leads without doing cold calls. <laughs> so I've worked uh, as a real estate coach uh, for three, four years now. And uh, this is one of the main questions that comes up every time I have like a new agent who wants to do coaching is, all right, you know, I need a system, but I, I don't want to do cold calls. So <laughs> let's figure out yeah, yeah. something different. And social networking... Uh, well, yes, social networking is, I think it's the best way for uh, an agency as well to use like the network effects. So this is, this is like really good. If you hire lots of new agents who all start using their social network, you know, you get the brand message out. Uh, everybody starts seeing, oh, other real estate. All right. I should sell my mm -hmm. apartment or house uh, uh, with you guys. Um, are you, so what is, do you have some kind of a, like a niche focus in the real estate sector, uh, like specific like area that you're working with or some like a specific property type or it's just selling everything that comes on the market in Latvia? Yeah, well, we are uh, focused only on residential real estate. Yeah, we don't work with commercial at the moment at all, which is actually a pity because we do have leads sometimes, you know, but... Uh, mm -hmm. At the moment, we are very good in residential. Yeah, it's residential, and my team is uh, mostly working in Riga because in other regions we have, uh, you know, other people which know market the best, you know, which is in, in other cities. Uh, so basically, yes, uh, there are a couple agents, you know, which are more into premium real estate, and then there are some who are working with, uh, you know, more lower cost real estate, but uh, yeah. That is basically the the main, you know, specific niche. That's it. Mm -hmm. And for a new agent uh, that is just entering the market, uh, how important is it to pick some sort of a niche or, you know, geographic area or property type that you are working or specializing in? Or how, how do you view that? Um... I believe, um, actually, as you know, our countries are not super big. So technically, from one side, uh, you you could maybe have rather wide uh, area where you're working. But uh, as as I'm working with uh, my agents, I always suggest to be very professional and very knowledgeable, at least in one, you know, smaller area. Because, uh, and then you as well do your social media about that region, and then you know all the deals, you know all the streets, you know you know this house, you know that house, uh, and uh, I believe that's just um, first of all, I think it helps to be very confident, you know, because uh, always people are asking what's going on in the real estate market, you know, <laughs> and then at least you're super knowledgeable about what area is like the center of Riga or maybe some smaller, you know, regions around the Riga. And that is where, you know, 
you know, every second house and you or you know the benefits of this street or the minuses of that street. And I think, first of all, it just helps agent to feel very confident, you know, because uh, if you work everywhere, you maybe are not, you cannot know everything about everything, you know. <laughs> so I think it first, first of all, it helps to be, you know, for the self-confidence of the agent. And then, of course, uh, you can be very professional in this one specific market. But then again, if you want to sell somewhere else and you have done the research, we never say agent, no, you cannot sell there. If he wants to sell there and if he has done his market research, it's always fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's mainly for self-confidence and also getting knowledgeable about some certain Mm, geographic area so you're like yeah, yeah. the prices you to, mm -hmm. yeah you have to be professional in some area but uh, but at the same time uh, as i mentioned uh, i don't believe that our you know countries uh, are that big that you cannot work somewhere else if you wish i don't know you because you i don't know your mother lives in that city and you know that city as well a bit so it's fine mm -hmm. you can sell there as well but it's always good that you have some specific knowledge about you know some some area, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, one other really popular question that agents uh, ask in trainings or in coaching sessions is uh, how to differentiate yourself from other real estate agents. I mean, there are a lot of agents on the market, at least in at least in Estonia. Uh, you know, everybody knows somebody. Uh, somebody has you know facebook connection who is an agent and uh, mm. and the model works if you know you constantly hire new agents into your agency some of them will become competitors in the end as well but uh, how to how to differentiate yourself if you're a real estate agent hmm. uh, well i believe that people buy from people so actually there you just don't have to do anything else except as well showing your personality using social media because for example you know you and me we we might do a cold call to the same address but uh, i don't know he will not like me my tone of voice or something and he will just buy uh, you know buy from you because people buy from people and um, that's why again it's very important to show your personality, you know, your video, your voice, uh, how you act, what are your interests, so people would like you. And then basically you can charge whatever. If you have shown your personality that you are professional, they will buy from you, you know, no matter that maybe some other agent uh, can sell, uh, you know, for less commission, can charge less commission or something because they trust you, they know you. So, Basically, I think the biggest part is just, you know, showing yourself to the world as well. Um, we spoke about social media. That is uh, true. And uh, what I always uh, as well tell my agents, um, you have to be, you know, in other networks, maybe in some business clubs or some uh, because, you know, your network is your net worth. I really believe so. And uh, I have, you know, checked, <laughs> have my own experience, you know. So uh, I always encourage uh, our agents are in a couple of business clubs, you know, because you meet people, you know them, and then it's just really easy to sell your, uh, your service because they know you and they trust you and they will never, you know, search for someone, I don't know, maybe cheaper or something like that because 
they, they just like you. So you have to be you, you have to be everywhere, and that's the main differentiation which you have to do. Yeah, it's like relationship yeah. marketing. Yes. Yes, yes. And I really like the <laughs> the quote, your network is your net worth. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Um, tell me a little bit about the agency you work in, Aver. Uh, mm. How long has Aver been there on the market and how does Aver uh, differentiate itself from other agencies? Mm -hmm. uh, well, we... You know, it's always a very interesting question because uh, we just technically had our five-year anniversary as a company. Oh, because uh, although, you know, this birthday date is very, you know, not strict because as all, all the companies, it started just in uh, founders, you know, living room, you know, with mm -hmm. just a couple of people who, uh, who, you know, believed that they can uh, earn something and that they can convince owners to sell with only them exclusively. And um, so, yeah, technically, you know, we have experience uh, for, like very different, you know, because founder has been in real estate for like 10 years or so, but the company as company has born like five years ago. And um, I would say, what differentiates uh, us in the market um, is, yes, that we are very uh, strong in residential reals. Uh, I would say our team and our uh, activities in uh, social, uh, social media actually differentiates us. Um, because, you know, the average age in our company, I would say, is like 25. <laughs> you know, I'm one of the oldest members in here. <laughs> so basically, we have very uh, young team, but like super positive, very empowering. You know, there are no intrigues or whatsoever. Everyone just, you know, supports you. And um, and yeah, if to, sp if to speak about the companies itself, um, how we are different that we only work with exclusive agreements you know we never go in display just to have you know hundreds of listings in our you know portfolio and you know not knowing anything maybe about our hundred listings because there are so many and we just cannot be professionals in in all of them um so what we do yeah we you know we only work with agreements only work with the exclusivity and uh, as well you know one of the top um, top uh, commission rate in the market, I would say. And we, we don't really go lower because we just know the value of our work. And um, yeah, that's so. All right. Yes, that's, All right. that sounds or very familiar to me. Uh, I, when I started out in 2009, uh, <clears throat> my sister was the one who actually brought Remax to Estonia. Uh, mm. And it was the first Remax office. Uh, we got coached by Americans and uh, and the point was the same you know we only do like exclusive deals so if you want to if you want like really high quality agency service uh, you know to find the buyer faster or for better conditions higher price etc then uh, you know an agent who has an exclusive contract is always motivated uh, to do more work because you know you have you kind of have that guarantee that if you sell it or if you if you put in a lot of work you will still get paid for your work uh, yes. versus yes. you know you 
work for six months and there are like three other agents who are selling and one stupid guy gets lucky. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, bad. I just don't understand what is actually the motivation no, for those agents. I mean, knowing that other agents are working and uh, I just don't understand it, honestly. I don't understand how they value their time and, you know, then just have better is to have less listings but to work on them more carefully and you know and uh, more, more more professional and you know everything about what's going on and then you get the money uh, versus you know having many many listings but you know you you don't ever know <laughs> when are you gonna get money and you know i just don't understand it honestly maybe i just you know my brain is so much washed that you know you have to work only with exclusive agreements but i just I don't know, probably I just value my time and my mm -hmm. knowledge and my money, basically, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> a bit mm -hmm. higher than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, though sometimes it's tricky, uh, you know, to explain it to the homeowner uh, why having only one agent is better than having three. Uh, so, you know, it's logical. Yes. I have like three, why not have six agents? Everybody starts selling, they compete with with each other, and uh, this is how I will find the buyer faster. But uh, in reality, it doesn't work like this. Um, yeah. So yes. one thing that that I started using, and which was part of our service as well, was uh, like cooperation with other real estate agents. And what I said, always told to the homeowners was, you know, all right, you hire me, but if the buyer comes from any other agent, you know even from other real estate agency, then I will pay him my, from my own pocket. And we will still yes. get the buyer. And yeah. this is how you get the, the whole network of real estate agents selling your property. Uh, but I'm curious, uh, how is the cooperation, cooperation between agents working in Latvia? What is the experience uh, for you so far? So it's, it's, it's rather good because we do exactly the same and uh, most of the agencies do cooperate. And as well, for example, if, uh, if I bring a buyer, they do split commission as well. And uh, I would say that everyone in the market knows that we do the same for, for, our, uh, for our listings. Um, so actually, I would say that... Uh, there are no, you know, tough feelings in between on something because at the end, uh, everyone, you know, wants to get a deal done. So basically, I would say that uh, from time to time, we just meet in, you know, some events, some open houses or maybe some events where the banks are hosting. You know, it's always interesting to talk. OK, how are you doing? How are you doing? And then, uh, you know. Yeah, so I would say it's 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 rather okay, of course. From maybe there's always some exception, you know. He's not who is not really you know willing to to split his commission or something, but it's like you know one I don't know in hundred or something. So basically, it's um, it's a rather good communication, and it's as well common practice that we share commission if some, some someone you know breaks a buyer or oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I have the same experience. Uh, <clears throat> what was and still kind of seems challenging is, uh, you know, that matchmaking uh, when somebody has a buyer, somebody has a seller and you find each other. Uh, back in the day, I remember uh, our team lead used to, uh, used to do those meetings, uh, 
called them quick deals. You know, everybody, all the agents uh, from the agency got together behind the table and everybody started sharing, all right, I have this buyer, I have this seller, uh, just to put deals together. Uh, nowadays, you know, a lot of agents, they use uh, property portals. Uh, but sometimes, you know, some deals do fall through the cracks. So how, how do you do that matchmaking do you just you know start working with the buyer all right let's see what we have here in the property portals or do you have some kind of other matchmaking system or i don't know do you use some kind of technological solution for that mm -hmm. matchmaking so 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 that's mm -hmm. what i'm curious about um yes um uh, actually, our company, um, I would say, very, not very rarely uh, work with buyers. Uh, we we mostly work with sellers, but of course, uh, we use buyers when, for example, I don't know, I have a listing, I had uh, three potential buyers, only one of them bought, so technically I have two active buyers. Uh, in our company inside, uh, we have our CRM system. Yeah, so basically then we just put in the data what the customer is um, is searching for. Uh, and then if there is a match, we get an email and everything. Uh, but for example, yeah, if, um, if there is no match, but I still want to work with this buyer, I have worked with couple, uh, then basically there are some you know unofficial uh, <laughs> official and official there's like telegram chats for mm -hmm. all the agents in riga basically mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. there is whatsapp chats that is just one very quick way you know hey i have a buyer who is looking for this and this do you have anything please you know send me a private message if you do have and then of course you can just you know search um, searching portals but uh but yeah that's uh, actually i would say very fast and easy way through those chats because maybe someone has a listing which is not uh, public yet or is not public at all so there can be some match which uh, which we can use that's basically how it works uh, more or less i would say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right um so you do have some kind of matchmaking systems uh, inside the house and and some chats WhatsApp and Telegram that you yes. use to cooperate with other agents who are outside of your own agency. <clears throat> so about the journey of becoming a franchisee, mm -hmm. how, how, how did this happen? Uh, that's a fun story. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so last year I was uh, just, you know, team lead. Uh, I had a couple of people that I, you know... Uh, I hired them, I taught them something I know, and, uh, and you know, actually it all began in the beginning of this year, and, um, and it all began that we were, you know, having just some random lunch with the, with the founder, you know, talking about the new year and maybe the goals of the company, um, you know, just very, you know, easy, easy lunch and nothing super official. And then... Um, because we have very good connection, I would say, you know, I really respect him because he's, you know, crazy young guy who has done so much and he has all those plans and like, and he's unstoppable. So, so I really have the big respect for him. And um, yeah, so we had good connections. So we talked about the plans and maybe how to improve company because we, you know, saw that something is not really going the way we would like to, we would like to go it. And then, all of a sudden i don't really actually understand who, who, who was the one it's like i think it was him you know because after i had this idea i think you could uh, become a ceo of the of the 
agency, you know. So that was the first proposal uh, as a, just to become a CEO so he could, uh, you know, um, go out a bit from those operational things and, you know, have, a, have some other things to do. And I was like, oh, my God, I was thinking about the same. And it's like, and there was like... <laughs> So we basically walked 100 meters and the decision was made that I'll just become a CEO of the company. And um, yes, and then we started to work for those couple of months and um, then he saw basically how good I was doing, let's say so. And um, then he just uh, made me an offer, you know, I see that uh, you are doing very good. And honestly, I want to, you know, step out um, and uh, focus my attention to find new franchises outside the Latin you know, more to Eastern Europe, Baltics and stuff. So basically he offered, maybe you just want to take those people which are left, uh, you know, in the small team at the moment because other people uh, had made their franchises and maybe you just take this uh, these agents and, you know, become, you know, become a franchisee and just do it on your own. And uh, yeah, he will focus more on the finding new partners uh, outside Latvia. So... Basically, that was a very random conversation. And, you know, it all started with me becoming CEO. And then in a couple of months, he just told, you know, just uh, take it and, uh, and do it on your own. Let's say so. Mm, all right. So how many franchisees does Havar have right now? Uh, seven. All Four right. Four are in regions and three are in Riga, yeah. And and the next plan is international expansion, as I can see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We actually do have already a couple of uh, rather strong parts. Um, so yeah, we cannot tell it at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's more expansion to Eastern Europe, um, mm -hmm. like Croatia and mm -hmm. uh, all that side, and uh, and Baltics as well, of course, and. Uh, Yes, because we have very good systems in place and actually we see that um, there is a real value, you know, because it's uh, it's hard to open a new agency, you know, not knowing anything, but uh, we have very good systems in place, uh, both about education, new agents and and everything. So, um, so I believe, yeah, we will have probably new openings, uh, new partners in this year for sure. All right, so that brings me to the question, <laughs> uh, the intriguing one, how to run a successful real estate agency? Uh, how to run? <clears throat> well, it's not that fun as it might sound, maybe, <laughs> actually, um, because it, uh, you know, I think it goes between, you know, systems and people, I would say it's like two blocks because um, there is there is no point of you know just getting ten new agents, twenty new agents, thirty new agents if you don't have a system in place of how they will start, how they will have onboarding, how they will you know learn new things, how they will I don't know get their license and everything. And if you don't have those steps, there is you know no need and there is no point to expand because uh, at, you know at some point you will just uh, lose it and the agents won't have results and they will just quit and uh, and whatever so uh, so basically it's yeah it's a lot of uh, 
no, not paperwork, but, you know, work with the computer and everything. And then, of course, working with people and their motivation and, and all that stuff. And recruiting, of course, of course. Uh, so because basically, uh, of course, you can have, uh, you know, two people who are high performers or something. But no, anyways, it's always good to have, uh, you know, just bigger team and uh, and to work uh, work with expansion that's that's i believe so because in latvia at the moment officially registered officially uh it's like 800 agents i believe uh, unofficial data is like 1000 something i don't know 200 or something like that because we have mm-hmm. had this um, you know legal things um, at the moment, you know, a couple of years ago, they started to do fix the system more or less. So it's, I think, I believe it's very good because, you know, some smaller, you know, agents, let's say they don't have, you know, any, uh, any systems in place. So I think it's very good that the country is, you know, fixing this, uh, this system. Um, but yeah, how to run a good agency, you know, it's just, you have to have system in place and then you have to know how to work with people. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the system part is really important. Otherwise, you keep on hiring, but you know, they keep running away. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you get those agents. I've seen agencies with like huge turnover of people. You know, <laughs> like when the leader is really good uh, in hiring, uh, but the retention is uh, how do you retain agents? That that's uh, like one really difficult challenge as well. Uh, one thing is, you know, to get them up and running, start getting new leads, getting new properties, doing transactions, but, you know, to retain them so that they would stay with your agency for years and years and years. And if they're like super successful as well. So how do you, how do you do that? How do you retain those agents? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually in our company, it's very transparent and you have actually a path uh, already at the beginning, beginning uh, you know where you can get, you know, because uh, there is just just uh, this one way where you can just become a good agent, uh, increase your part of the commission, you know, and just maybe work with properties you like, you know, some like to work with new developments, some like to work with premium real estate, someone, you know, uh, wants to do something else. Um, but then the other path is to become team leader, you know, hire your own agents, uh, teach them, and at the end, everyone can, you know, own a franchise here. So that is the path we are, you know, telling about new agents at the very first interview, basically, you know, so so they can know. And in, in, in our experience, actually, we see that, um, um, you know, course after a couple of years being a real estate agent at one moment you start feeling like you know i know it all you know of course every deal is different but you know sometimes you get this i mean there is no new exciting things you know for me to learn or to do to do something so basically how we do it we we really ask people what what are they aspirations you know what they want to do because we have some people who have started as agents and then they just went on flipping apartments and that's fine because you know we cannot keep them no you know you have to be here we have given you so many knowledge and everything uh, and it's fine it's fine for us because you know um, as well when i'm hiring agents i just always ask what is your you know two-year plan 
because I never asked for five years or something. I think it's it doesn't make any sense because nobody, nobody knows, knows. The yes. world is changing so fast. So it's good that you want to be your agent for a year. That's already fine for me, you know, because if you are 100% sure that you will be an agent, you will give it all, you know, and then, then it's just a question of, you know, whatever, how your life changes. But you can never know because, for example, as well, one of our agents uh, at the beginning of the year, he went to Dubai and uh, we helped him with the transition and he just started to, you know, work there and maybe we will open a franchise there. So you never know how, you know, the world goes. And uh, But we are always kind of in supporting mode. Of course, it's maybe hard sometimes to lose a good agent, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, I think you just have to be supportive and let it go. And maybe he will, you know, rest for half a year or something and then he'll just come back because he will miss the team and the environment. So like that. All right. And and for you, right now, as I understand, the challenge is hiring new agents as well. So if I am an agent listening to this podcast right now, like with one, two sentences or three bullet points, why should I come and join your agency and your team? Okay. Well, because first of all, we do have the best team ever. I mean, we are like 50 people in total, and uh, you cannot believe the energy which we have in our quarterly meetings. I mean, it's just crazy, you know. Uh, It's very motivating, very motivating. And you can never earn as much, for example, if you're an individual agent. Never. You just always have to be an agency. So we have the best team. Uh, If you're new to real estate, then we have the best educational system when you start. Because there are agencies which, you know, here's your phone, here's your cold, cold list, just go ahead. Yeah, it's not us. We have, we have very good training system. I do believe so. Um, and the third one, basically, it's, uh, it's just about real estate that um, I love it so much because you can meet so many interesting people, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, millionaires, billionaires. Uh, and if you're a professional, you have no no ceilings really for what you can earn. So it's just not, not pitching my own agency, but, uh, you know, a real estate agent as such. So, yeah, I do believe it's a very, very good place to be if you like sales. Mm-hmm. All right. And then it's just a matter of, you know, staying motivated enough to go through those hardest moments. Uh, do you have any motivational quotes that you like? Like any favorite motivational um, quotes for an agent? <laughs> uh, I don't know. In our office, we have some something from Grant Cardone, you know, don't be a little bitch and stuff like that, which guys like, but that's not really the one for me. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have that, but I do believe that um, uh, whatever you can think of, I think it was Napoleon Hill or something, or Disney or something that whatever you can think of, you can get it or something mm. like that, you know, that um, because I have seen it in my own life, how my perspective changes. And I do really from my heart wish it to everyone that you can shift what is normal for you, you know, when, I don't know, whether it's about car or travel or uh, living space or everything, you know, or people you are with. And um, uh, yeah, 
And that's just my true belief. And I really wish it to everyone to experience that shift. Uh, mm. Yeah, because there is so much more to life than you can maybe imagine. All right. So whatever you can imagine, you can achieve. Yes, yes, yes. You're Something correct. Like yeah. that. All right. All right. Thank you, Austra. Uh, it has been really insightful one hour with you. Uh, hearing the stories and uh, getting lots of, I guess, like the agents or leaders who are listening in on this podcast, I guess, uh, lots guess, of uh, lots of good ideas. And it seems like you really have a cool team and the system in place and already, you know, franchising, franchising real estate offices. So uh, interesting times ahead. Thank you for yes, joining me. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you find this valuable, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Also, please consider giving us a rating or leaving a review as that really helps other listeners find the podcast. You can find all past episodes or learn more about the show at theestatemasters.com. See you in the next one.